After the first official practice that was available to the media, we're talking some Gophers men's basketball today. Exciting things on the horizon that you're not going to want to miss here on Locked On Golden Gophers. You are Locked On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. Hey, you're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you. That's right, you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday, five days a week. It is a daily show, so be sure to subscribe on YouTube so you never miss an episode. You can drop comments down below about what you're liking what you're not liking how excited you are about the gophers whether that be in basketball for men's and women's football hockey you name it drop it down below and please be sure to follow the lockdown golden gophers podcast wherever you get podcasts and leave a five-star review so others can find the pod now today we're diving into a lot of basketball. We've been talking football all week, prepping for Purdue, and tomorrow we will finish that prep off with Tristan Spanford, who will come in and do predictions with us as he does each and every week. But today we're talking basketball, and I want to jump into the notes that I had from this first official press uh, practice that was available to the press for men's basketball. So just a, a few things, and we'll keep this episode episode a little bit shorter, a little bit quicker, but the first thing that absolutely, absolutely stood out to me, and I was just like, walked in the gym, and I was like, man, is the size and the length of this entire team is absolutely bonkers. Like, this team looks much different than any Gophers team you've seen out there, and Yes, Ben Johnson was here last year, and yes, we had a bunch of players last year, but they were not the same as the squad. We lost like 10 players last season to graduation, some to transfer, some to finishing their eligibility. We lost 10 players, and Coach Ben Johnson had mentioned in the press conference that yes, he is thankful and grateful for what all those guys did, how they helped to build the culture last year, and how they helped us get this thing kicked off. But this year, this year is the new year, the new the first year in a sense with how much youth we have on the team with how we're getting started how we're building things with recruits that he has went out and got recruits that he's been building with so this is his first recruiting class and these guys he he got some guys i know people are freaking out about oh we didn't land nolan winter oh we didn't land tyson chapman just because they're from minnesota and don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i would love love if we landed some of those guys especially like Nolan Winter was a legacy you want to see those guys stay home but he was also in the 150 to 200 range for player rankings and you know not that that's not good but at the same time we're there's fans out here acting like he was a top 10 guy and we should be ashamed of ourselves like it's just like 
we can't get stuck on just Minnesota players. In fact, I believe there are seven or eight players from Minnesota on this roster. So yes, we haven't got all the top guys in the state. That will come in time. That It's not just going to, oh, snap my fingers, there it is. We need to get every single top kid in state because Coach Ben Johnson is here. That's not how this works, folks. That's not how recruiting works. It's not magic. It's not a one uh it's not a one-stop shop where you can just, boom, you get the right coach and they're automatically here. No, you have to build it, you have to develop it, and then they'll come. So stop freaking out because what Coach Ben Johnson has been doing with this class still is special and unique. Now, we have Caden Betts, who was from the 23 class, who reclassified. Seeing him in person, this this kid is 17. This kid is 17, and he has the build and the size and the athleticism that you're like, this kid is 17? Like, it's exciting. It's exciting. And Coach Ben Johnson talked about that in the pod or in the presser, not the podcast. There wasn't a podcast there. Sorry, folks. He talked about that in the presser about how they got it right. This kid's upside, this kid's potential is sky high. Now they still need to decide if he's going to redshirt this year or if he's going to play. Um, because he's he's behind the eight ball. He didn't get to join the program until recently when the semester kicked off. He wasn't here for the summer program. He hadn't reclassified yet. So he's behind the eight ball, getting caught up, but Coach Johnson did mention how he has high IQ and he learns very fast, and they've been very, very impressed with him. So that's something to keep an eye on as we move forward. But let's talk about more of the things that we saw. And like I said, the size and the length. These dudes, we've got some dudes. Pharrell Payne, Pharrell Payne, true freshman Pharrell Payne, looks like he's going to be that guy. The build, the athleticism, the bounce, the putback with aggressiveness. Like, he's going to be extremely fun, and he's going to be a, a player that Gophers fans are going to be like, holy moly. Like, where did he come from? Pharrell Payne looks super exciting. Dawson Garcia. Coach mentioned Dawson Garcia is a man on a mission right now. That's the mentality he is coming with to this program. Now, he's not, Coach also backed that up real quick saying, I'm not saying he's going to average a double-double. Like, I'm not going to put that pressure on him. But you could see in there. You could see in that practice. And we were only there for the first 30 minutes of practice. You could see Dawson has been putting in work. Dawson has, he looks consistent. He can hit it from anywhere on the floor. He can play with guard-like abilities in certain positions on the floor he can see the floor and kind of manage where the ball is going manage getting the ball to an open man Dawson Garcia was very impressive even in just that small sample size now of course he should be he played at a blue blood school like North Carolina he played for Marquette who was a strong power program for quite a while. So yes, we knew the talent was there, but seeing it live and in person, seeing him working down with the bigs uh, at the beginning of practice, it gets you excited. It gets you going. And to hear how he has taken on the mantle of leadership and that him and Jamison Battle have really been pushing and driving and showing these guys what true leadership is and that they follow and that's how they learn from the jump, that is going to be a major major development step for these young guys five true freshmen and Trayton Thompson who also has one year in the program but could be seen basically as a freshman basically he didn't get a ton of time last year he got a year in the program but at the same time it was with a lot of guys that are no longer with us 
He didn't see the opportunity that he imagined. He's basically starting off fresh too. So that's almost like six freshmen on the court. And you've got leaders like Dawson Garcia, Jamison Battle leading the charge. Talon Cooper as well. Want to give him a shout. But think about that. As a true freshman, you're learning ways. And what you're seeing is Battle and Garcia who come in each and every day. Man on a mission mentality. Putting in the work. Putting in the grind. And that becomes the norm. That becomes what these freshmen see as normal, not as, oh, yeah, well, practice starts at this time and we'll get there like 10 minutes early, we'll be on the court. No. People show up earlier. Like we're talking hours early, get the work in ahead of practice, then staying after, getting the rehab that they need, getting the stretching that they need, maybe putting extra shots up, maybe putting extra time. In. Like that's the mentality of the norm. That's going to build a program. That, that just becomes the winning mentality, and that is exactly what this Gophers team needs. Pharrell Payne and Dawson Garcia are going to have the forwards on this team looking nice, looking right, and looking exciting down low. Now, Coach Ben Johnson also mentioned how Jamison Battle is 17 pounds down from last season. He challenged Jamison Battle to get in the best shape he's ever been in so that way he can be even better, that way he can be even faster, that way he can be ready to have the best season of his career. And he accepted that challenge, took it on, and in the best shape of his life. Looks like everything is coming easy on the court. Looks like it's almost effortless when he's moving with the basketball. That determination is going to show itself on the court, and it's why this team, although we're suffering through injuries, although there's things that aren't going right, it's still extremely exciting and that the, the potential is there. Then I want to talk about Talon Cooper. Coach had mentioned they went into this portal looking for a guard that can has shown they can play heavy minutes, that's shown that they can be out there on the court and it doesn't deter them, it doesn't shake them, they aren't worn down. Someone that can take on that challenge knowing that our guard roster is smaller than normal. And Talon Cooper knows that he's going to play big minutes. He's shouldered that load before. He's shown he can play heavy minutes in the game and still be a heavy contributor and still be consistent and still take care of the ball. That was a major play on why they loved and recruited Talon Cooper so hard. You love to see it, you love to hear it, and you get excited for that potential. So expect to see Talon Cooper out there on the floor facilitating for a lot of the games, for most of the games, and hopefully each and every game barring health. That 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 just stacks up for you have five true freshmen and a sophomore who has little experience with these three leaders, these three veterans, and Torres Samuels, who also comes in and brings leadership at a different level, it's setting you up for building something special. And that is what this basketball program is doing. So don't, don't worry about the wins. They will come in time. It might start slower than this team started last year, but the hope is that it finishes better. The hope is that they're better in bigger games in the Big Ten. So take it step by step. Don't just give up on the team right away. And we're going to talk about this is a new era. This is a new mentality and what Coach Johnson said coming up next.
first, we got to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is where you need to go, your number one source for football betting information this season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth articles and analysis on every game over at Bet Online. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all sports wagering information with live betting and up to minute scores for every sport up there. They even have you you have the latest odds for who is going to win the Big 10 conference in 2022-2023 this season and Minnesota on the rise. I believe we headed into the season with the eighth best odds in the conference to win the conference now at third. That's right, third. Ohio State comes in at minus 275, still quite the lead, still quite the favorite. Michigan comes in at plus 500, and then Minnesota is right behind them at plus 750. Penn State comes in at fourth with plus 1,200, so quite a jump from Minnesota to Penn State. And then Wisconsin is the fifth best odds with plus 2,500. Again, a huge jump. So Minnesota is putting a lot of people on notice, putting a lot of eyes out there as far as getting the respect and getting the views that we've been preaching, that we've been talking about the potential since May. People are catching up and you love to see it, but we're taking it game by game. But you can find all the latest odds over at Bet Online where the game starts. All right, so we're going to talk about what Coach Ben Johnson said at this press conference. He kicked off the entire media presser with one message that he really expanded on, he really put in depth, and that is... It's time to switch up the message. No more woe is me. No more there goes the season based on an injury or based on a negative outcome or based on... No, like Minnesota sports fans have been through a lot. And he understands that being from Minnesota, being born and raised, grown from Minnesota and been through it all. He's been here. He's been through what you've been through, fans. He knows. He understands. He gets it. But that's not a winning way. That's not what winning programs do. They don't look at the negatives, look at an injury and be like, oh, there's the season. Oh, we lost a game we shouldn't have. This team's going downhill. So it's time to switch up the message, not only for the players, not only for the coaches, not only for the staff involved with the basketball program outside of the coaches, but for the fans. You, the fans, we got to change the mentality. We got to switch it up and create our own path, a winning mindset. And here is a bit more directly from Coach Ben Johnson in that presser. This is a team where, all right, we've gone through the recruiting process with these guys, right? They're energetic. They're youthful. We've got upperclassmen that are that see it and, and are here and are going to have a major role. We have a lot of guys that are trying to switch their narrative personally. Um, and so I think it's a great opportunity for all of us just to kind of, you know, change your mindset. And when I say that, I say that to say this, um, you know, we got to think more like winners. And I think it really hit home with me when we had the unfortunate Parker and Isaiah setback. We can't be in the mind frame of like, here we go again, or oh my God, how did this happen again? We got to um, own it, obviously, and, and, and 
we, we feel terrible for those guys and we'll be with them every step of the way. They're obviously still part of our program. But our mind frame has to be like, that's not the narrative of this team, right? It's not going to be oh, a typical Minnesota story, two injuries again, we're already off on the bad. No, oh, here we is the same. No, no, no. Like that has to change and it's going to change. And the mindset of our staff, of our players is we embrace the past, we respect it, we honor it, but we have to create our own path and we have to create our own vision. It starts with that winner's mentality. Like Kentucky, Kansas, Arizona, you know, teams in our league, they don't think like that. They think like winners think. Like, all right, here's what we got to do. We got to plan in place. We don't worry about obstacles. We don't worry about adversity. You know, we push through. We're not consumed with that. And I think if we can do that, not only in our program, but just, you know, get our fan base, get everybody that's involved and in this building to understand that, like, we're going forward. And, you know, what's done is done. But like that can never be in the back of our minds. And the back of our minds has got to be the winning mentality of every single day. We've got guys here that we want to coach. We want to improve. We want to get better. We want to keep continue to build and build and build. So you've heard it straight from Coach Ben Johnson, how we need to switch it up, how we're changing the mindset and switching up the message. I love this because it stands true for Minnesota sports fans. You've got... Buxton injuries after so much hope. You got playing the Yankees. It seems like we always choke, especially in the playoffs. You've got the Wild in the playoffs, who look like the best Wild team we've ever seen. Kaprizov putting up 100 points, and we lose in the first round. You got teams losing a game they shouldn't, like the Vikings getting blown out by the Eagles, or the game before the Super Bowl, or you know what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying. You you got wide left multiple times. Multiple times the ball's been kicked wide left to go to the Super Bowl, to go to the next round of the playoffs that you should have won a game in. You've got the game before a home Super Bowl, a Minneapolis U.S. Bank Stadium Super Bowl, and you lose in Philly. You got stars getting traded from the Wolves like KG, like Wiggins, like Love, and they go on to win a championship somewhere else. I get it. Minnesota sports fans, you've been through a lot. And I'm sorry to drudge up all of that. People probably cut this podcast off because you're like, whoa, man, the trauma from all these negatives you're bringing up. Exactly. That is what Coach Johnson is saying. We got to cut that out. We got to move forward and we have to be like next man up. We have to be like, it's okay. We're building the right thing. It's okay. Jameson Battle is going to go ball. It's okay. Dawson Garcia is going to put the team on his back. It's okay. Talon Cooper is going to put the minutes in. It's okay. This program and this coach know that it, how to keep moving forward, how to keep building, how to thrive. That's what we're trying to build here. That is what we're trying to develop is a winning mindset. And you might have a down year. You might have a year where you lose your best players and you have low wins and it's a bad year. But you don't head into the next season thinking, well, we weren't good last year, so we're probably not going to be good. No, it's a new year. We're going to win. We've got the talent. We're ready to ball. That is what he's trying to say and that is what... He's trying to move on from is that negativity, that Minnesota mentality of sports that you've been through a lot and I just went through it all and I've missed a lot along the way. 
but being able to push past that and develop knowing it's going to be a good season. Badger fans do it. Kentucky fans do it. Duke fans do it. There's years Duke gets bounced out of the first year, first round by a 15 seed. You think they come back the next year thinking, oh, well, we lost to a 15 seed, so it's probably going to be a bad year. No. They come in like it's a championship year. They come in like we're winning the ACC. You think Kentucky does that in the SEC? No. You think the Badgers do that in the Big Ten? No. And the Badgers have had some down years. They haven't been the final four teams of Kaminsky and Decker and Tucker and all. No, they haven't been that team. They've had success because they have the mentality, it's a new year and we're going to win the Big Ten. That is the mindset that we need to develop here with the Gophers, and that is what Coach Ben Johnson is saying. So I hope that you understand that. I hope you can start to agree with it and give the program time to grow. See the athletes that Coach Ben Johnson is bringing in and trust the process. We still have a top 30 commit that will be here this week on campus through homecoming starting today. His visit starts today. When you're listening to this podcast, if you listen to it on the day it comes out on Thursday, Dennis Evans will be here, a top 30 recruit, former five-star guy, still five-star talent. We don't get those type of guys. He's seriously considering the Gophers. That should show you Coach Ben Johnson is building something the right way. Don't fret about losing every Minnesota kid when you've got the top player in Illinois committed here, one of the top players from Denver who just reclassified but was is coming here, and then you've got a top prospect from California. Those three guys, if you put them in Minnesota and you said they were from here, they would be the number one, the number three, and the number four recruits in the entire state. But we're freaking out because we lost our one and two. Like, trust the process. We'll build it as we go. Now we're going to close this show up with an updated projection for our rotation for the basketball team coming up next. All right, thank you for listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, making us your first listen when it comes to daily sports for Gophers. We're going to close up with our thoughts on the updated projection for the rotation for basketball. And this is just my thought to start the year. It will develop, it will adjust as guys produce more, as we get some minutes and games but this is what I'm thinking to kick off the year now that the injuries, we did this earlier in the offseason, but we've had some injuries. We have. And so we got to adjust. Now, coming in at the one is Talon Cooper playing 30 minutes a game is what i am got him at right now. Coach Ben Johnson acknowledged he's going to be in there a lot, and they know that. And they've that was part of the reason they recruited him. A big part in his recruitment was knowing he can put in the minutes and be efficient with all of them. So Talon Cooper is going to play a lot. I've got Tor Samuels in at the two to start the year. I think somebody could take that starting two-guard position over as time goes on with the younger guys, but I think you go with the experience and you go with the someone who's been through college basketball just to kick it off. I've got him in there at 18 minutes a game, so not even fully starter minutes, but more of a rotational type guy. Then we've got Jamison Battle at the three. That's surprising. He played a lot of four last year, but I do think we're going to play some big lineups this year, and I think our starters will probably be big. Jamison Battle with 35 minutes a game. He could play more than that some games. He could play a couple less than that, but he's going to be on the floor a lot for the Gophers like we saw last season. Dawson Garcia, similar boat, similar key player. The offense will run through him sometimes, and the offense will run through Jamison Battle sometimes. 
I've got Dawson Garcia in there at the four. Even though he's 6'11", even though he's taller than who I have at the five, he'll probably play the four. He'll play inside and outside. Uh, but you could see him at the five sometimes too. I've got him with 35 minutes a game along with Jamison Battle. And then to round out the starters, I've got Pharrell Payne. That's right. I have true freshman Pharrell Payne in there with 25 minutes a game. I'm telling you, this kid, he's built for Big Ten basketball. He's got bounce out this world. He's athletic. You see the videos on Twitter and you're like, whoa, this kid looks pretty good. You see him in person and you're like, whoa, this kid looks good. This kid's got potential. Like, whoa. So get excited for Pharrell Payne. That's going to be a fun one. And that's rounding up the starting five. Now, how I'm doing these minutes per game is you have 200 minutes every game, five slots and... 40 minutes at each slot. So I'm breaking it down like that. So these all will add up to about 200 minutes, giving you that minutes per game. Now, people are going to flex. People are going to ebb and flow, like we've said, but it's just a rough estimate. Now, the key rotation off the bench, I've got Braden Carrington with 15 minutes a game. He is someone I could see stepping into that starting two-guard role. So someone to keep an eye on, especially as he continues to develop and get a feel for the game. Then I've got Jaden Henley, who will also play key, probably guard minutes. He could play some forward as well with his size, but I think he'll play a lot of guard or one and two. Think of it more as a flexible position. It's not like your five is your center. No, we got two bigs out there or we got three forwards out there. It's not your traditional point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward. No, it's it's positionless basketball for the most part. You've got the athletes to do it. You've got the size to do it. So people will ebb and flow and they'll be within the system. So don't get st- stuck or caught up on traditional positions. So I've got Kate, or Carrington, likely one of those first guys off the bench in for the guards. And then Jaden Henley as well. I've got Jaden Henley as 12 minutes a game. I think he's going to play a lot of guard guard minutes. I think he's going to be featured in this rotation, so he'll be somebody that can see more time depending on how he develops, how he produces, how the game slows down for him. Then on the flip side, on the forward side, on the big side, you've got Trayton Thompson. I've got him in there with 15 minutes a game. And then I've got Josh Ola Joseph, who I didn't imagine was going to get much time, could potentially redshirt. I think with these injuries, he'll get some time, he'll get some looks, and it seemed that way in practice. Ola Joseph has the athleticism. He, You can see the potential with him. It's just how does it come along? It does look like he's still grasping things as well, which is understandable. True freshman, didn't have a huge amount of time for a top prep academy down in Arizona, uh, but the, the athleticism, the ability, it's all there. It's all there, and if he puts it all together, he can be special. He can be real special. I've talked about his ability to be like a Jay Crowder on this team that can do it all. The Swiss Army Knife that can hit the threes from the corner, that can play lockdown D, that can play the big position, that can play the three, the two if you need him to play in a small ball or a big ball lineup. Like He's got it. It's just how quick does it click. So I've got him in there at eight minutes a game right now. And then uh, overall, I've got Caden Betts right now at eight minutes a game. He still has to get up to speed, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show. And Coach Ben Johnson said he has to decide, they have to decide, if he's going to redshirt or not. You got to do what's best for the kid, but you also want to do what's best for the team. And so it's figuring out, can he get up to speed? Can he be someone that's going to contribute a ton or a good amount? 
And that's something they're really diving into and looking into as these practices move and get underway. And now, like he said, he's a quick learner, so it's definitely a possibility. And I do think it's hard to believe that you would redshirt him after having him reclassify from the class of 2023 to 22 to play immediately this year just to redshirt. I mean, yes, he grows with the program, he develops with the program, but it's hard to believe that you won't get him out there in some capacity. So I do think he'll probably play. That's why I put him at eight minutes a game. If he does redshirt, his minutes can easily be distributed to Braden Carrington, Jaden Henley, moving them up to 20 minutes a game and 15 minutes a game each, and it still works out. And then I've got Will Ramberg and Jack Purcell as guys that are kind of developing, still getting in the groove of things. They probably won't get a ton of time unless more injuries happen, but great pieces to have working with the guys and having that shooting touch. That is one thing that in this practice, I think is going to be something that we need to look for look for and see if it develops is how consistent can this team shoot? We've seen Jameson Battle put the ball in the bucket from deep consistently. A lot of the players we've brought in have the ability to Lon Cooper, Torres Samuels, Dawson Garcia, Braden Carrington, Jaden Henley, but it's about how consistent can they put it in? Is it going to be something you can rely on or are there going to be nights where we're so cold that we have to make our way inside and get bunnies, get inside looks more often than the three-pointer? That's one team, one thing to look out for and keep an eye on for this team. The athleticism is there, the potential is there, but how consistent can we be from the three-point line? That's going to do it for us on today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're getting excited for Gophers basketball. Tomorrow, we're talking predictions with Tristan Spanford like we do each and every week. That's going to do it for me again. This is Kane Rob. Have a great day, and I look forward to hearing and seeing from you tomorrow. Row the boat. Skyima. Go Gophers.